they said I was reading like below a kindergarten level. No yeah. way. So yeah, what's the point of me explaining 10 steps if you're not even willing to take the first? If no one gave me tough love, I don't think I would be here right now. Too much knowledge can put you into an analysis yeah. paralysis. Yeah, I think it's so important to just plan and execute. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another fire episode of the Winners Club podcast, where even when we don't win, we learn, and learning is a form of winning. My name is Brian Tran, your host. I got my co-host over there, PJ Padua. What's up, guys? How you doing? And today we got a very special guest, somebody who is basically already up and coming, doing big things in the Airbnb space, literally from zero to over $25,000 a month in revenue in under a year and only getting bigger and better. And so I wanted to bring her on today to kind of share her story and because it, it is something that is going to blow your guys' mind. So, Mao, introduce Hi. yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Maureen, but I go by Mao, and I do Airbnb arbitrage to get passive income. I love it because the reason why I wanted you on the, on the show is because you can bring a lot of experience and knowledge to the audience because I love the arbitrage model because you don't need a lot of money to start. No. Whereas most people think when they do Airbnb, they got to go buy this property, you know, put a lot of money out. But, you know, in today's episode, we're going to go over and do the breakdown on how much it costs and how much you make. Is that cool? Yes, yes, of course. Just take us back a little bit more. Take us back to your beginnings because I'm, I'm always so intrigued to hear where does someone's drive, hunger, and motivation come from? And you are hungry, motivated, and you got a lot of drive. So I, I want to dissect that a little bit and see if we can come up with a formula to share with the audience. All right. Well, okay. So basically, I grew up in the Philippines. I was born, I was born there, raised there till I was eight years old. But basically, my mom had had moved here when she, when I was around four. Okay. To get us over here to petition us to go to America, but she ended up working three jobs, and she left two of my sisters. Me and my brother back at home. It was it was a pretty hard, like a sad time. What part of the Philippines? Uh, where were you from? In Pampanga. Oh dang, I've heard of that. You have? I, well, I've watched YouTube on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. It's like pretty. It's pretty poor. Is that safe to say? Like Pampanga? Well, yeah, for sure. Back then, but now it's it's coming up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like now it's every Philippines is not that bad, guys. There's no. Certain parts, yeah, but where it's bad, it's bad. But where it's bad, sure. so. Do you remember the Philippines at all? Like I do, of course. I went to school there. Okay. Yeah, from like, I think kindergarten, first grade and all that. Or second grade, till second grade. Like, and then describe I came it again. though. Like, wh like why'd you guys leave? Like, I mean, everybody wants to come and pursue the American dream, but like. We left because to be honest with you, uh, my dad and my mom were not together. Mm. And they were just like constantly fighting. Yeah. Uh, financially, it was, it, was it was pretty bad. And so we didn't know how to make ends meet back then so then my mom thought it was the best idea to go over to america to basically it's pretty hard though isn't it like how did yeah. she how did she get to america um my grandma and grandpa oh, okay and then like they got her over mm -hmm. and then where did she move to she like, moved to hayward oh dang so yeah okay so she nearby. Hayward, hey, stuck. Yeah. hey stuck and then <laughs> so then she worked three jobs left you guys who watched you guys in the philippines then uh two of my sisters they were 16 and 18 and then my brother, you know, he was probably like five or six. So your 16 and 18-year-old sisters raised you guys mm -hmm. for how many years? Four years? Four years, yeah. 
Damn near, yeah. So were they 18 when your mom left or were they? When, when my mom left, yeah. Okay. But dang, can you imagine? I can't imagine being 18 and watching my little brother or sister. Financially, too. So like, they had to work? Your mom Was your mom sending money back? So my mom would literally just make $200 and I don't even know how she made ends meet because she literally came here with no money. Yeah. For yeah. real. Like but your, gran- your grandma and your grandpa were, were here already. Yeah, they were helping her out with rent and everything. So then she would send all the money that she made with those three jobs over to my sisters and my brother. And that would like cover school. That wouldn't cover like all our food and everything like that. So did you grow up hungry? Of course. Dude, I was born in my house. And then my wow. food was the water from the rice. Jeez. What? Yeah, because yeah. like my mom didn't have money mm-hmm. to feed me. <laughs> I know. So then like she would use rice water to not milk. Wow. Like formula, because formula is hella expensive. She didn't have no milk coming out of the boobs. Ain't nothing. Dude, she had, she bought like five kids. I'm working too hard. <laughs> I mean, no, I she mean, bought like five kids. So like, I mean, I, I can't even it. expect. She's know, over it. Well, you grew up pretty, you're not short, so that's pretty good. Yeah, w- that's that's really a crazy story. And I appreciate you for sharing that because, oh, you know, it's very, uh, to show vulnerability is, you know, a really big thing. But would you say yeah, like yeah. all that, you know, struggle and witnessing what you did as a young one, did that impact your relationship with money to this day? Oh, dude, all I think about is money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. Because sometimes I'm just like, bro, like, I'm trying, I'm just trying to get my mom retired yeah. and, like, actually have a house. Like, that's my whole goal is yeah. just to financially keep my mom afloat and mm-hmm. have her absolutely Damn. not do anything. Because she came here, worked three jobs right away. Like, she had no car, so mm-hmm. she would walk from wherever she was to Southland Mall. I don't know if you guys were. I know, know. Southland Mall. <laughs> <laughs> she would walk miles. Jeez. She wouldn't even take the bus, bruh. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's insane. I can, that's a, I can probably see where your drive comes from now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that pain. Yeah. Sure. So then you come to America. Uh-huh. Did you speak English in the Philippines? No. So I didn't know English when I got here. Literally all I knew was, hi, what's your name? And... That's how it. old are you and really? then that's it and i would repeat myself because bruh, that's all i knew that's and then i got eight, kicked you were, you were eight years old yeah and, dang, and someone grade. like kicked me like my freaking family oh, and no. my cousins would kick me because they didn't understand me i'm like oh my god this is so sad do you still speak tagalog or, of course yeah okay, yeah, yeah. Fluently, fluently, yeah. Wow. sounds like a lot of struggles already in the <laughs> adversity like as it how how old were you when you uh, came here to like eight, America. Eight, yeah, I was yeah, eight man. years old. Already at eight, and just all that. You know what's the sad part? I grew up here, but mm. English is a second language. And so, in the third grade, oh. I think looking back, I knew how to speak English, but my vocabulary was very little because at home we spoke Vietnamese. Yeah. yeah. But I remember getting tested in ESL in the third grade, and they said I was reading like below a kindergarten level. No yeah. way. So you know what? You ain't that far <laughs> off. <laughs> but. <laughs> It wasn't my fault, guys. I no, grew. Yeah. I went to. I grew up in Oakland. But you pick it up pretty pretty fast because you're pretty young, you know. No. Yeah, I think so. I you know I thought I was pretty smart. Kind of forced to, huh? Yeah. But like in Oakland, all we did was play. Yeah. Like oh, I remember dang. in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, until I transferred to San Leandro Elementary School, all we did was play. So I don't blame them. And like, shoot, my parents didn't know how to read at home either. So Aww. that's why when I went to school, I didn't. Yeah. So you doing pretty good. English yeah. was second level, but thanks, uh, thanks. so you your Vietnamese was good. Then. The English came. I, quick. Yeah, I picked up really fast 
Dang, awesome. okay. Fast forward a little bit more. Yeah, let's transition and fast forward a little bit, like, maybe through high school. Like, how was how was your upbringing like? Like, the person that you are? Like, okay, you so... The things get a little easier? No. My mom would be like... Okay, so in middle school, it was really hard because my mom didn't have the means to buy me new school stuff. Yeah. So I would literally live off a pair of jeans for a whole year mm. and they would rip and they would grow on me. So like I got bullied. I didn't get bullied. But I like remember that, your brother Moonark always had Jordans and hats because and stuff. he gambled to get money. Oh. He hustled <laughs> his way too. So that's actually where I learned my hustling from. Cause my ah, brother would I hustle see. with cards and he would sell candies mm. for a dollar. Because my mom couldn't afford it. I remember he had a little box and he always yes, picked 13. Yes. I remember Exactly. Now. So that's where he got all his stuff from. So my mom, I was too young, of course. So then I'm just like, damn, I got to survive off of this. Yeah. So my friends would be like, hey, when are you going to get new jeans? When are you getting new shoes? Yeah. I'm like, mean, man. I know. I had too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel your pain. Yeah. I wasn't even pain. I didn't even, I, never, I didn't care then. I don't care now. Yeah. But it's okay, though. Yeah. I mean. It ain't. You know what it is? Sometimes, like, those memories, when I think back, I'm like, that made me stronger. For sure. Because it, it just made you more resilient. That like, ass. I had to, you had to basically shut the people out who are mean to you and also, like, have thicker skin. That's kudos to you. So, did you go to college afterwards? I did. Um, I didn't even know what the hell I was going to college for, to be honest with you. What school? I just did a loony online. Hey, me too. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> but I was... Originally going to do it for dental hygiene, mm -hmm. the program. Yep. And I was so sold on that. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a dental hygienist, you know. So before the pandemic, basically, I was full-time school, full-time work as a nanny. And then the pandemic hit, and I was like, damn. Yeah. I do not want to <laughs> work, and I do not want to go to school. Yeah. And then that's when I downloaded TikTok. Is and that right? Yeah. What year is this? Is, that, so this is, is like, this is, is like, this like a like yeah, this life changing story with this the TikTok? Is, this I'm is like it. wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, I downloaded TikTok for the first time and I started following everyone who did Airbnb. Okay. So my whole algorithm was just Airbnb. Okay, but before, how did you even find out about Airbnb? Was it off TikTok or? Oh, no. Like okay. So actually, before the pandemic, 2019, huh. I took shrooms for the first time. Yo, I love this story. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I took shrooms for the first time, and I went to Yosemite. Mm -hmm. And during my trip, mm -hmm. I thought about my Airbnb host <laughs> because she ha she served us breakfast. Mm -hmm. And she got to know me as a person. And I was like, during my trip, I was like, Oh my God, bro! This is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. she, I'm like, <laughs> she literally made six hundred dollars off of us off of two days, and she was so she, nice. Yeah, she was beautiful. <laughs> she was she wasn't doing anything. She wasn't working. Yeah, you know, she was just doing she Airbnb. You guys breakfast though? Yeah. Like she she, what was it like? You guys shared a house with her? No, uh, she, she invited us over to her house to have breakfast with oh. her, and I was like, damn, she's doing something right. If this six year old woman can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So. That's when <laughs> I really heard about Airbnb. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, so the shrooms opened your eyes. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yes, it did. Not so, to go far uh, off, but I, I, I'm going to go there because, yeah, go ahead. Side note, I got like two friends that keep on wanting me. I've never done shrooms. Okay. okay. Because I, I, I feel like my brain's so delicate that I don't want to <laughs> mess up a good thing because it's <laughs> psychedelic, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, you got to do it. It's going to open do. your mind. Yeah. I said, I, what if it opens my mind and I can't close it? <laughs> Yo, that's you actually kind of like valid. I think it's due to hell. Everybody's it like, is. bro, I just do it. It's going to make you so, yeah. like, it's going to, I don't know what the hell. They can't even describe it to me correctly. Maybe that's why I don't want to yeah. do it. 
So I'm like, I'm good, man. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring that up. That was my very explain, first time. Though. Explain it to me. So what what did you feel? Maybe you can explain shrooms to me. Okay, so basically at first I was I was hella scared. Like yeah. I I was shaking and then they were just like, Hey, chill. Just just let it happen. I was like, all right. Yeah. So then afterwards I felt kinda light. Mm-hmm. And it helped that I was in Yosemite. So there was waterfalls mm-hmm. and there was like nature everywhere. And I'm like, damn, this is what life's about. Like, that is actually 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you felt it too? Is that what yeah, you felt? Yeah, I've done it yeah. multiple times. Yeah. So did you try penis envy? <laughs> what is penis envy? Somebody, hey, somebody told me I got to try penis envy. I is said, that a fire that? strain? I said, no. <laughs> Maybe like just, what, what is just that? normal envy. That's, it's a shroom. It's oh, a strain, it I'm assuming. It's a strain, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not eating no penis. Yeah. Sorry to, to take away from your yeah. uh, story, Mal. But no, like, okay. like, yeah, I mean, psychedelics definitely could be like fun but like if you're someone who like opens your mind and uses it as a tool it could be really like transforming i don't yeah. think you should rely on it so as do you think that if you didn't take that you wouldn't have like thought you wouldn't have like self-reflected and thought like everything is the way no because i was always tired of working okay so it was gonna happen regardless yeah it was gonna happen nice yeah yeah, yeah. okay so you download tiktok Mm-hmm. Did and some shrooms. You, you just started <laughs> watching shrooms. all these Airbnbs. Did I you did, buy a yeah. course or did you just kind of piece it together? No. So um, I actually did three consultations with three people who did Airbnb differently. Wow. Okay. And then after that, I basically calculated all my knowledge and I'm like, okay, I think I want to get a mentor for this. So then I ended up hiring a mentor for it. How much did that cost? A couple of thousands. Wow. Hey, couple I love it. Thousand. Let's I love go. it. Yeah. I mean, at this time, you're probably like, Damn, yeah, that's a lot of money, dude. I literally only had okay. So in my savings, yeah, I only had ten k, and that's not a lot because I still had to pay rent and like you know, yeah, yeah. that's all I had, like yeah. literally ten k. And then when he told me I was gonna be a couple thousand, I'm like, bro, what the fuck, bro? How much? How much? Was, like the exact amount? It was a two k. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's like twenty percent. That's still 20%. got eight k left. That's twenty percent. Still, I'm yeah. like, damn. Yeah, no, I get it. No, I but like. Get it. I respect that because most people will not spend. Yeah. They'll buy a Gucci bag. They'll buy two hundred dollars Jordans. Yeah, but they won't spend knowledge. Yeah, like yeah. to make that two hundred dollars, so you can go buy as many Jordans as you want. Mm-hmm. But now my mentor charges a lot. Oh yeah, because I found him when he was like brand new. Yeah, and I really, I was like, damn, this guy knows so much. He only had like a couple. I think I'm not sure how much, but where was he based out of? San Diego and okay. Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you mentioned a couple of things because the audience probably, I, I think I have an idea of what they are, but you said there are the different types of Airbnb. So which mm-hmm. one did you explore? And then which one did you ultimately decide to go uh, route, like the route that you chose? So I explored the ownership one. Okay. And then the renting a house. Mm-hmm. And then there's the apartment one, which is less liability. Yeah. So I explored the apartment arbitrage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I think this could work because it's, less money than actually putting down for a house mm-hmm. yeah let's break it down for them so let's let's break down the first one okay like, yeah yeah let's hear the story of the first one. okay so for the first one you actually have to put down for a house yeah buy a house and that's hella money like especially here yeah especially in the bay so i could not afford that and then you'd have to live in it for a year in order for you to actually rent it out so mm. you'd actually have to buy um a multiple what is that a multiple home multi-family a multi-family Multi- okay, yes yeah, yes yeah. yes no a multiple. You're good, you're a good. multi-family 
And then you rent out the other side, and then you live on the other side for okay. a whole year. And then you could move out and then rent it out and all that stuff. Okay. And the other one was actually just going straight to the landlord who owns the property and being yep. like, hey, yo, can I use this as an Airbnb? Of course, you have to sound really professional. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one is, the one I'm doing now is going to apartments and paying the rent and them paying it for you. Mm. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so now you chose to go with this one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Let's hear the, the story of the first yeah. the first what, property. Like, like, so you, you paid this guy yeah. $2,000. Yes, I did. And then what happens? Yeah. Okay, so we'll basically he we did a consultation, and he was like, are you ready? I'm like, shit, put me in, coach. I'm ready. Love it. So he just tells me what to do, and I have to execute every single one. He's not there to actually like hold my hand mm-hmm. and be like, let me come with you. Yeah. yeah. You got to do it yourself. And so I think that's the thing where like people expect people to hold their hands for them yeah, as a mentor, you know, yeah. but you actually got to do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. You and can, so it can lead you to the water, but you still got to, you know, make yeah. the decision to drink the water. Yeah. So, yeah. So after that, I called up hell apartments. I'm like, Hey, you guys offering corporate leasing right now. Hey, 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 good morning. Mm-hmm. Good morning. And then I finally got a yes. Yeah. How many, yes. How many homes did you have to, how many did Bruh, you have to hella, call? Probably like 30. Did you think about giving up after the, of like, course. The fifth one? Yeah. And then I didn't even know what I was doing. I was like, uh, okay. And then what? Like if I get this property, then yeah. fucking what? I think that's the, the best part of having a mentor though. Right. Yeah. Like because did he, he did give that. you all the steps or did he just say, do this first? Do this first. I like that. Yeah. yeah, he's like, do this first, and then we'll do this. And Not I was like, all right, overload cool. on the brain. Well, he you know? no, he did that because honestly, like, what's the point of me explaining ten steps if you're not even willing to take the first? Yeah, pretty sure you're wasting my Pretty time and, and and everything else. So prove to me that you're gonna call thirty people, get yeah. that first yes, come back to me, then you know, yeah, we'll go yeah. From there. I like that. Yeah. So then after I got the first yes, I kind of had um, imposter syndrome. Okay. Why? Because I literally came from nothing, and all of a sudden I got an Airbnb. I'm like, oh my god! Like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah. yeah so then, I want want to ask you one more thing. Yeah. Uh, when you thought about quitting, uh-huh. what? Why didn't you quit? Because I thought about my mom. Oh. I'm like, damn, bro, she worked. I I can't complain. Yeah. Because I got a car. I didn't have to work. I mean, I didn't have to walk. Yeah. yeah. Thousands of miles yeah. to just. To get to a job. Yeah. So I really can't complain. You're like, why am so I going to quit after five calls? Yeah. And I hey, didn't come this far. you surprised people be quitting after like the first call. That's true. That's so you know? true. They yeah. get the first no. Oh, yeah, I'm done. This yeah. doesn't work. This is stupid. Yeah. So you, you thought about your mom and you're like, okay, I'm going to Yeah, I thought calling. about my mom. I thought about my family. I'm like, damn, bro, they've been working all their lives. Mm-hmm. So, so you get the first Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Well, Walk us through the steps then, because it was it furnished already? No, so it's empty. So, oh. yeah, I basically got an LLC, mm-hmm. applied for a business credit card, which you have to have good credit for. They're not going to approve nobody with good credit. Mm-hmm. So I tried to leverage credit card debt instead of using my own money. Smart. And that's the thing. I think that was that scared me the most because I'm like, damn, bro, I'm going to be in debt. I'm yeah. going to be in 15K debt after this. I just spent $2,000. And I just spent $2,000 for a mentorship. What was that? Did he that? teach you to open like credit cards with 12, 15, like 12 months, no interest payments? I mean, he just told me to apply for a credit card. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But and you, then but I learned knew. I learned on the go. Yeah. Okay, good. It's like throwing yourself in the fire. You just got to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it sounds, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, most people think mentors have to give them, like, all the steps. Dude, yeah. 
But sometimes you got to just go. You yeah. learn. And then once the learn. person fails, they bash you. They flame mm-hmm. you. They're like, yo, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, dude, so you didn't do like, anything, you know? So the 15000 was for furnishing. Yeah, furnishing the rent. Where did you buy everything? Amazon? No, I got everything from Wayfair. Nice. Am- uh, Amazon is like little stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like lamps plates, and all that lamps, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, mostly Wayfair. And then... Did you assemble it? I did. (laughs) Dude, I did. I, what sucked is like bringing everything from the mailroom to (laughs) the place. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, if I hire somebody, I got to pay them. And I'm in debt already. So I'm like, fuck it, bro. Like, I just got to do this myself. You pay $2,000. You open up a credit card, put $15,000. Now you're $17,000 in. Uh Uh-huh. And then what? And then I was like, damn, and then what do I do? But um, so I furnished everything, and then my mentor flew out to me. I'm so thankful that he did that because, you know, I got to know him on a personal level, and he walked me through. I'm like, okay, here's what you're going to do. Take pics, do this, Mm -hmm. do that. And we went live, and when I tell you, my heart was just like, bro, yeah. I want to cry right now because I'm live and I'm not even booked yet. It's only been a minute, right? So I'm like, I'm still in debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. in debt. <laughs> so then. Um, How much? Are, and are you doing corporate, uh, uh, long-term, mid-term, short-term? I'm doing long-term. Okay. okay. So for months. Cool. And then less than 24 hours, it got booked for seven months and he <laughs> extended for over a year. Wow. And how yeah. much money did that bring in? No, how, how so how much? Okay, let's break it down now some mm. more. How much was the rent? Mm. And then how much were you charging? Okay, so the rent was twenty four hundred, and mm-hmm. he was paying me fifty five hundred for a one bedroom for a studio. A studio smokes. Yeah. Holy did the building have a, like a pool? <laughs> it did. Yeah. Okay. All right. And a pool, a gym. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good selling. Points. He paid fifty five hundred dollars. Yeah, and he even took me out to eat. Nice. And you went. <laughs> and I did. You weren't scared. No. Yeah. No. I <laughs> got to know his whole family. Yeah, so I don't know. That's I got kind of creepy. No. Maybe no. I got to that. know his wife. I got to know his wife. Okay. He Was the wife kids. there for dinner? No. No. He. She was playing. <laughs> Damn, this looks yeah, wrong. Put him on blast. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 this looks wrong. But yeah, he took me out to eat, got to know me because he knew he was going to stay at my place. So whenever he he, he hits me up, he's, I got everything, you know. So yeah. you're making about, because uh, in, in the apartment, you're not paying for water garbage. Uh, you're paying for electricity. I pay, for, yeah, I pay Internet. for electricity. Yeah, all that stuff is already included. So in like, the Um, Not the electricity. The electricity itself would probably like be 150. Okay. Let's just say like 200 bucks for internet yeah, yeah. and everything like that. So you're in it 26, you're making 55. Mm-hmm. So you're making like $1,900. Mm-hmm. You made your money back in like what? Nine months, eight months. Mm-hmm. Damn. Do you get that money like right up front if they book it for the year? Up front, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it. Are you doing it you through VRBO or, I, or uh, what, what sites are you using? Just Airbnb. But right now I'm actually not on Airbnb. Really? Because all my tenants are with me directly. Wow. Because I canceled out Airbnb fees. So it's so I get all the money instead of paying. So they Airbnb. just write you a check every month? They give me cash. Wow. Uh, you just say, just say check. Cause you okay. know, we don't want check. the IRS. Get her. I found my taxes. Okay. 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 All right. I didn't want you to get in trouble. No, I pay up. All right, sure. guys. Okay, let's, so, down wanna, pay, so, okay, go ahead. PJ. Yeah. Sorry. I want to just break it down. Cause you guys are definitely seasoned <coughs> like real estate investors and you guys yeah. talk numbers, you know, I'm not. So for the audience as well, 
how much profit were you basically making after that 24 hours after you got booked? How much did you see like that was coming into you? How much? Like yeah. a month? Well, I mean, overall, like does the money like for Airbnb go directly to you once they book for the year? Yeah. So how much did you how much was going to you like right then? Uh, It was like over 30. 30,000? Yeah. Oh, because he booked for seven months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Times 55. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, oh, wow. Yeah, so that was all 30, your money back. Yeah, 30,000 yeah. profits. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so it was over 30. And then he kept extending, and mm. then he put other people on. So I had to scale up before wow. Airbnbs because well, he had like three other families who well, wanted to stay with me. What was what was going through your mind when yeah. you get this lump sum of money? Like uh, I cried. You bro. go from crying. You go from crying out of like yeah. fear yeah. into crying out of joy. Like what was going through your mind? Like I was so thankful. Mm-hmm. I that's when I started actually having real imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, bruh, you've come such a long way. Mm-hmm. You did this shit. Mm-hmm. So when you went from that one how fast did you get your second, third, fourth Airbnb? So I got it in November, my very first one. I signed a lease in like October to furnish everything, right? And then I scaled up in March, my second Airbnb in March, and then my third Airbnb in June, and then my fourth Airbnb in this January, actually. Okay, so like you kind of paced them out a little bit. Yeah. Not like you didn't just go and get like three new leases all at once. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty smart because, you know, uh, you know, risk is definitely an issue with Airbnb. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so are they all kind of doing the same numbers or did you get bigger Airbnbs? They're all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, sheesh. Some good profit, guys. You guys doing the math on this? Yeah, that's crazy. And it's the same building. Uh, Same. Yeah, same building. Oh, wow. So it's super easy to manage. Hell convenient. So easy to manage. Wow. Did you so scale up? Because they're long term, you're not even like, there's no cleaning. There's no, none Nothing, of that. Yeah. I mean, there is like, I'll ha- I'll hire my maid, dude, once every three, sometime. I don't know. Man. I Just to here go and in there. and clean yeah, up a little yeah. bit. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Do you take a deposit? A deposit for? Like for them to move in? Because I don't know. No, like they pay up Air- front. Airbnb. Oh, because they pay up front. Yeah, yeah. What if they damage stuff? They don't. Because it's long term. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's less liability to be honest with you. I know Sick. who's coming in, I know who's coming out. And they're they're there to work. They're not there to throw parties, you know. Where are they from? Like wh- where are Dude, you seeing most of these guys from? They're from Slovakia, they're from Spain. Oh, so they're here they're like contractors basically, like Google and all cuz you're in San Jose. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, hey, yeah. Buddy. So, they're That's from crazy. everywhere. And then nurses come through too from Texas. So what's from stopping Florida. you from just Getting more. I'm in prep. What? what? I'm in oh. bodybuilding prep. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Dang. But after wow. this, so I end prep in July. I plan on actually getting a house to rent out in Texas. Oh, to wow. Scale up because it's more money for short term. Short, short term is like 10K a month over. Right. For but sure. More, more liability. More liability. More. I have to so, hire. Yeah. But if it's are there more rental units available in that same building that you're in now? Um, sometimes it comes and goes. Okay. So yeah, you literally have to look It's you have to do your research in all these apartments because sometimes it's full, sometimes it's not, but keep this in mind. My very first time booking that apartment, I got three months free rent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. They're not doing that no more. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause during COVID nobody wanted to live in condos and apartments. Yeah. yeah they yeah. wanted houses. 
Dang, that's, oh, that's you awesome. making a heck of money. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, so I heard that you said that you're, uh, you know, competing in bodybuilding, uh-huh. which is definitely a lot to talk about, and we'll yes. get into that. But I want to ask, like, what really prepared you for, you know, handling this level of, like, entrepreneurship, you know, early on? Like, what were you doing to, like, feed your brain? Like, what were you consuming? Um, what were the things that really helped you to, uh, you know, have that discipline to just follow through and all that? Uh, so I basically changed my whole feed. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't want to hurt no one's feelings, but do um, it, do it, do it. We're here to hurt their feelings. We're here to hurt feelings <laughs> and wake people you up. You know? people I'll, I'll basically like unfollow people who don't give me some type of knowledge. Like, if I'm losing brain cells looking at your feed, why am I following you? Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. if you don't give me some type of motivation, you mm-hmm. don't give me some type of knowledge. Yeah, I will unfollow you. Definitely. And that's okay because I still support you as a human being. But, you know, I I don't know. I just. I say that all the time, right, PJ? Yeah, all the time. We say that all the time on the podcast. People are like batteries. They're either recharging you or. Yeah. Taking battery out of you. I don't think anybody should take it personal because, like, it's your feed, right? Like, it's it's yours. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it means no harm. It's just like, I don't want to see you. You're part of my day, technically. Yeah, I feel bad. I don't. Because I'll see them like. Oh, yeah. So what did your family think when you were when you were doing this? Like, oh, they did not want me to do it. Everyone was saying no. They were your really? haters. Huh? Yeah. Like your All mom. My my like the closest people in my life were definitely discouraging me mm-hmm. from doing this because they thought I was stupid. My brother still thinks I'm stupid to this day, but he doesn't actually know how much I'm making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know what? I've learned that too. Don't don't let people know how much you make. So don't show them this podcast because then they're gonna start be like, you know. Yeah. Hey, you want to go out? Feeling some type of not. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start feeling some type of way. Uh, okay, okay. You know. So, well, I want to ask another question. Like, what yeah. is just from your perspective? Uh, we have asked this question a lot on like podcasts, but what's your advice for people who, you know, have those relationships and they're trying to pursue something great? How do they handle those like negative relationships or maybe like naysayers or disbelievers? You just gotta shut them out, though. For real, like, who mm. cares, bruh? Like. My brother told me not to do it because he said he doesn't, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just got to throw that away. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got to do it. goes to show that you know what you're doing. So <laughs> Yeah. So, and that's okay, you know. It kind of gives me the drive to push more because I'm trying to prove him wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know what I learned today from Patrick Beth David? What would you learn? Is that you need to have uh, a competitor or an enemy. Yeah. They call it like an enemy. That doesn't mean you're going to do harm to no, them. No, no, for sure. But like your brother saying you can't do it or you don't know enough. Yeah. He becomes like that enemy, that that person that you're going to try to prove wrong. Yeah. And that, everybody needs an enemy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise. Honestly, it's tough love. Like he's always given me tough love and I really appreciate that because yeah. if no one gave me tough love, then damn, I, I don't think I would be here right now. You know, yeah. the thing is, is that sometimes they're not ill. They don't want to do it to hurt you. Yeah. Some people are. But they I think good. they're doing it because they don't want to see you fail. fail. For sure. So they think they're helping they you. They think they're helping you, but they're not really helping you. That's kind you know of weird. Because, so like, it really is just like, oh, don't do it. Like, don't try to make a million dollars. Like, just stay at 30 because I know you could do that. That's it's, well, that's you know, insulting, it's, it's, yeah? it's not like the money advice, but usually it's like the activity that to get you that, that million dollar mark. Yeah. They don't know. Your brother knows nothing about Airbnb. So it's like, 
to him, it's like a scam. It's a MLM. It's a, yeah. you know, but he told me to pull out off of my Airbnbs during the pandemic. Cause he's like, the market's going to crash. I'm like, huh? What does that got to do with people moving here to work from home? Yeah. You know? So I'm glad, but I'm glad you got with a mentor who was successful in yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because in that way, when yeah. you have the naysayers, you also have somebody who has done it, is doing it, mm-hmm. is successful mm-hmm. to kind of make you feel confident that you can accomplish this as well. Yeah. So break that down a little bit more because your brother's saying, don't do it. Your brother's saying, quit it. Did you think about quitting? No, definitely not. Why, why am I going to let that? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why am I going to let this person dictate <laughs> my life like that? You know, some people do. That's Believe wild. it or not, some people do. Wow. That's a no for me, to be honest with you. Um, my other question that I had, uh, uh, you know, is what's have you ever had any like crazy stories with Airbnb? Oh my god! Let's uh, hear them. Yeah, I'm hear actually it. hearing it. I'm dealing with it right now as what? we speak. All right, what is it? Yeah, yeah. So this woman is a Karen. So I actually ended up giving her a discount, a slight discount, you know, because she's going off of Airbnb, and Airbnb charges like a ten percent. On the cons- on the the renter side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, she went with me directly, and then. She calls me the day of her check-in at 3 a.m., okay? She's calling me at 3 a.m. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, that you know? your, is that your sleeping voice? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I literally, I was like, what the, f- no one calls me at this time, yeah. you know? And she's like, I don't know how to get to the elevator. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm sorry, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, this is so-and-so. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, there's a key fob. I literally gave you the PDF to walk you step by step how Mm. to get into my Airbnb. And then I thought that was the worst thing, her calling me at 3 a.m. But no, this girl blows up my phone every day. Every day she blows up my phone and she's like, it's too loud. It's too loud. Um, There's people shaking upstairs. And this has never happened yeah. Ever. But you're also in an apartment, so what do you expect? Exactly. Really, yeah. you know? No, but this has never happened. Okay. Right. So I actually go up to the floor and knock on their door and I'm like, hi, I would really appreciate it if you guys um Not just shake. quiet down a little. <laughs> Not piss off <laughs> my like, guests. <laughs> just quiet down a little because uh the person sleeping under is trying to sleep and she has work at five AM. And they're like, Okay, yeah, we're just moving in. Okay. Like, okay, totally understandable. Dude, she's staying with me for three months. Right? It's already been two months. And sh- this woman has been blowing up my phone every day telling me it's so loud. Wow. That's all she does every day. Every day. And I mean, like, her texts are crazy. She's like, this is uncalled for. She I'm going to call the she, police. She, what does she want? She, she wants a discount. Damn. Honestly, oh. in those buildings, don't they have, like, a front desk person that can usually call for you? Yeah, I actually gave her the number to text, um the security up there but she always just is just like blowing up yeah. my phone sounds like she wants a discount yeah, she has a plan in mind. sounds like she <laughs> wants to hit you with a discount like hey I, you know i feel like you should give me something but here's yeah. the thing she didn't go through every so she can't really leave yeah. you a negative review yes so hey exactly. whatever i love that and she part. paid up front uh yeah let's okay go. let's go yeah, yeah. i want to ask you guys though like how what do you do like in these situations is this part of the game like is there something you could do like I, mean, I think she's doing it right communication is the key communication yeah. is the key yeah so i'm just going through it day by day to be honest with you i'm hey. like i am so sorry to hear that let yeah. me get the security for you that's it point blank period yeah dang 
that it? That's the worst. No. Okay. Uh, okay. So then yeah. <laughs> my very first check in, um, they're staying for seven months. Right. And then within that first month, they break my bed frame. Oh, <laughs> we're doing they're big, they're, 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 <laughs> the husband and wife kind of big. They are. <laughs> yeah. They were tall and like big and, and kind of just heavy, you know, <laughs> yeah. but they weren't, they're not actually together. Oh. He, I don't know why they, these, my tenants tell me their life stories. I'm like, thank so you. So they're, it's his husband and wife, but they're not together. Yeah. They're just, yeah. But they just breaking the bed together, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So one is sleeping on the couch and the other one's sleeping <laughs> on the bed. That's weird. And then, so the guy was just like, oh, my back hurts. I've been sleeping. We've been sleeping on the couch. I'm like, why are you guys been sleeping on the couch for? And they're like, we, they, they were scared to tell me that they broke the bed frame. Mm-hmm. It's just those wood slats, right? Yeah. So you just have to order new wood slats, right? No, no. Like, no? the whole thing, like, broke. <laughs> and so I actually went there to see the problem. Yeah. And then after that, I I really got to fix this right now because they need a place to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to multiple furnishing stores, and then none of them could deliver. So then I, expedi- I expedited the shipping for a bed frame. And it gets shipped to the other apartment next door. And I don't have a key for that apartment because it's a whole brand new apartment. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so <laughs> I had to hire the guys that was building the bed frame to go over there. I'm like, damn, I'm going to just pay these guys extra. <laughs> Wait, they yeah. stole your bed frame pretty much? No, no. It just got delivered to a different oh, okay. address. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I hated that. I was <laughs> like, damn, bro. I literally went to 10 furniture stores yeah. for this. You yeah. just bought the bed frame on Amazon. You know those metal ones? Um, no, they weren't, they needed it like now. Oh, okay. Yeah. But keep in mind that if these people are paying 5,500 a yeah, month, yeah, that you, you, you gotta just be yeah. on it. Yeah. Hey, well, he You're catering it. to this. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you did no, good. You no. Did good. Yeah, I love them. But that's, that's it. That's the worst. That's the worst. You got any oh, crazy man. stories, Ryan? Yeah. Cause I, I didn't be back in 2014, maybe 13, 14, but I did it in right here in San Francisco. I had, um, SROs, which are single residential occupancy, in the tender knob, tenderloin. You know, if you guys don't know San Francisco, tenderloin is probably the crackhead central. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but here's Sick. the thing. <laughs> I, 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 I ran and operated the restaurant downstairs. I ended up selling that restaurant after a year. It was too stressful. I don't know anything about restaurants, but young dumb me, I just went out and did it, thinking like, this is how I'm going to get rich. Um, but upstairs were 13 SROs. Which basically, if you don't know what SRO is, it's like a dorm. Okay. Oh. So you have a room, and then you all, like, in what, every uh, floor had a bathroom and a, a shower. Oh, And then one okay. kitchen to share. It's like a dorm. Oh, it's wow. almost like a hostel. Ba- basically, I was running kinda. a hostel. So, yeah. But here's the, here's the thing. It was 13 rooms, but not, uh, uh, five were still occupied by long-term tenants. Oh, that's good. No. Wait, what? <laughs> because it's, again, remember where you are, Tenderloin. Oh. So they were like older guests. They were very angry because we had taken over the building from like an, an old landlord who was like treated them like shit. So mm-hmm. they were very hostile mm-hmm. and they were like angry. And so I had all those rooms, right? And they were always booked. I was making a killing. I was getting, I, I had, every room cost me about $1,100. I had to pay for the, the landlord. But I was making like three grand. Oh, nice. But the headache was, again, remember, tenderloin, needles, crackheads, hostile hostile uh, renters that were very angry. And they didn't like people going up and down. They didn't like all these guests. Yeah. So they would use the bathroom, 
And one day this guy was pissed. He shoved hella socks down the toilet, took a fat shit, and smeared <laughs> that shit everywhere. Wait, everywhere. What? I get a call from the guest. I'm downstairs. No Here's way. the fucking thing. I'm downstairs. I'm, I'm running the restaurant. They're like, you got to come clean this. And then I'm like, they, I'm like, what's wrong? There's shit everywhere. I'm like, no. Is it flooding? <laughs> like literal shit? Literal shit no. everywhere. And I lo- I open the door and I, I thank my janitor, my janitorial guy, Edgar. And I'm like, You pay him extra? Oh fuck yeah, I had to. He was I I every he cleaned the store, he cleaned it every night. Make sure the bathrooms were clean. Cause that was a big thing. We already I already knew this was gonna be a problem. I didn't think it was gonna get that bad. Dang. He cleaned it. Nice. I helped him though. Nice. Oh, but, at least he helped, you know? Yeah, because it was it, it was everywhere. But it was, but if I had to do it myself, I would have. I mean, it was bad. I've, I've done a lot of shit. Sounds like life. a shitty situation. Yeah, huh? for real. <laughs> so that, that's like that's like one situation. Another situation, obviously, with like these high occupancy bed bugs. What? Yeah. So I had to go in, like you know, How we do got you complaints. Bed bugs like that. Well, because you have long term. These are like transients, and you know, yeah. they're they're like in and out. Ew. I would get like. Guests coming for one day, two days, and then you know who you knows probably, where they're yeah, sleeping. You probably get a little bit of like a weird kind of. Yeah, man, I like had the bo- I, I, you know that's how I learned how to bomb these old these things myself because I got a quote. It's like a thousand bucks. No and, you know, I'm like way. A thousand bucks for Ain't this no room. I no got way. this. Three bombs. Boom, boom, boom. You know, like the the you you pit the tag. I, now I do them all the time. I did it for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was gonna say we have a we have a YouTube video if you guys want to watch Wait, it. I'm like a pro. I'll fire. do anything. So like I've learned like you just did it. So I've done. I dealt with bed bugs. I've dealt with. Literal shit. Yeah. Pee yeah, everywhere. No. Like, again, like, the peas, I didn't mind. I, I mopped up the pee all the time, but you knew they pee everywhere. Those, those guys were angry. Yeah. Dude, that's terrible. Yeah, no. So, anyways, yeah, no short-term rentals. And then, you know, so. That's why, because it's short-term. I think it was the location. It was it was the, uh, it wasn't the renters. It was the people who were there for a long, like, they were paying, like, $1,100 oh, a month I for those see, rooms. And, like I said, they were angry. They They eventually got cool, but it took months of just, like, being nice to them and yeah. taking care of them and all that stuff. It was just ridiculous. You sold that though? You sold it already or no? Uh, yeah, we, the building was sold uh, like a year or two ago. I, I, I got out of that business. I just said, I, you know, the money was great, but this was before like all the courses were out where you can learn how to manage. And I was like 22, 23 years old. Yeah. So They're like I didn't know. I, I didn't know what I know now mm-hmm. to put somebody in place to run it. And so I got so fed up with it. And meaning, like, the money wasn't justifying the what it cost me in mental space. And yeah. My mind was all jacked up, so I said, forget this. And I got back into real estate. Yeah. So, yeah, my it was bad. Yeah. I mean, with any entrepreneurship journey, you're going to have some uh, yeah. some hiccups, some uh, some yeah. challenges, right? That makes you really stronger, but the shit kind of got me, man. That <laughs> <was> literally. <laughs> Dude, PJ, it was a lot, man. Oh, no. A lot of shit to deal yeah, with. Yeah, I deal with a lot of stuff. You know. <laughs> I keep throwing out that point. <laughs> Dude, so yeah, I, that's, so yours are like nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Broken bed, I would have got there two by four. I would have went, dig, dig, dig. I would have got them like two by four, put no. the bed on top. It's, it's coming, man. It's coming. The yeah, shit's no, coming. don't say that. Oh, my God. No, no, no. And now, oh, like, no. we have, I have an Airbnb now in Daly City, um, we're we're getting a little bit more longer term tenants on okay, that one yeah. as well. So very easy, very good, different locations. So So much easier. You definitely want like better areas. Of course. Yeah. That's yeah. the number one thing you're looking for. The Tenderloin was good because it was three blocks away from Union Square. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So every like everyone Tenderloin is that. central of San Francisco. You can go anywhere, north, mm-hmm. south, east, west. So the location was good, so people always it was always booked. Just you just have Did to, you have parking? No. So people just travel there to walk. 
Yeah, they would catch a like a cab there, and then mm-hmm, they would mm-hmm. just leave the bag up there, and they'd go do all this other stuff. Yeah, that shit was hell long ago. If you're saying a cab, I know no, Uber, a cab, not even Uber lift, was yeah. kind of around. But, Airbnb but startup. Still, <laughs> yeah. They would come downstairs. I would have to call them a cab. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some of them were older guests. I'm like, Damn, yeah, let bro. me call you a cab. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the life was like everything. Dude. Not a cab. Like, dude, the world oh is changing. God. That's crazy. That is, that Anyways, so I love those stories, guys. Thank you for sharing. Just to give people an idea of what uh, what it's really like in the Airbnb world, Airbnb space. But let's talk about more about uh, about you, Mal. I want to under uh, hear about like why choose to do bodybuilding prep. You know, oh, I'm very you know I'm in the space a lot, so I know it's a lot. It I know is. it's a challenge, and you know you're fatigue or all this and mm-hmm. on top of that you're now stepping into your entrepreneur journey mm-hmm. which is already enough so why do it uh it just pushes me more you know i like a challenge so if i could do this i could do anything yeah i could do whatever i want to do i think more so it just intrigued me like damn it's hard work to get that body mm-hmm. did you always work out though i always worked out but as a 21, 22-year-old, I never thought I would do bodybuilding because I was so scared. Like, I was mm-hmm. very insecure, never confident about my body like that. Or What even class s- What class are you going to be competing in? Oh, uh, I don't know. Probably novice. Or wait. Or no, no. Like, like the like, vision. Are, like you, are you going to be like... Bikini, wellness. Oh, bikini, bikini. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough. I just know like there's yeah, like a... Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, like there's a, a bikini. There's like a buff, buffer... Yeah steroid buff yeah (laughs) you know like yeah okay i originally want to do wellness Mm -hmm. but mm, i think my coach cut me down too much to actually Mm -hmm. be fluffed fluffed up like that so i'm doing bikini now and then next year i'm doing um wellness oh Oh, you're already thinking of see you're already thinking about the next one yeah so what's the difference between wellness and bikini wellness is like brazilian built so like they have bigger legs bigger glutes um but still uptight on the top and the bikini is is just, just slim, yeah. yeah, super slim. And well, what's the next one? Figure. This figure, so like the bottom half matches kind of the top half Sheesh. more. And then there's like bodybuilding, which is like the most muscle that you could. Oh put my god, on no! I can't do that. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I'm gonna do that one. Wellness is like horse legs. Did yeah. you hire a coach for that as well? Of course. <laughs> Shout out to Shugs. Oh, oh dang, Shugs. Yes. Like a lot of you guys, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty big, huh? Shug's, yeah, Shug's my boy, bro. Yeah. I'll be talking to him all the time. Yeah, bro. he's so cool. I yeah. love you, Coach Man. I'm gonna Thank have you. to when I see him. I'm gonna have to talk Dude, to him about you. Beast. I'm like, I saw her eating. No. No, dude, he hasn't given me a cheat. Yeah. Like two. So how long have weeks. you been in prep? So I actually started with him six months ago. So I've been in prep for more than six months now. Jeez. Wow. Like mm-hmm. cutting or building? What are cutting you doing? The whole cut. I've been cutting for six months now. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you notice your mood get like more impatient with some of your Airbnb guests? I was oh, just Brad, no. <laughs> so I actually don't have carbs anymore. Damn. Yeah. What, for the last six months? For probably, I'm going to say two two weeks, two and a half weeks. I'm not sure. But oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't had carbs. It's all like fats and So he's, he's dropping your weight down like super slow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What did you go from and where are you at now? One, I was 140 and I'm now 118. Wow, congrats. Dang. What's Thank the you. goal? He he said it's just like um, how I look. He's not looking at the scale. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then when's your show? July 15. Oh, so you wow. got, you got. Dude, I'm so scared. Are you doing Spectrum? <laughs> you got a uh, lot. Are you doing Spectrum? Two more months. Uh, What is that? No. San Cremento, I meant? Sacramento, yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's the Spectrum shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to uh, film there. All right, sorry. <laughs> sorry about yeah, that's me, okay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning, yeah, too. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, that's awesome. But, like, 
that's a very long time. And I want to ask. So long. Yeah, it's very long. So I want to ask, especially for the guests, this is a business podcast. So I want to know, like, how how do you manage the both? Yeah. Because it's basically two full-time jobs already. Yeah. I mean, thank God my tenants are staying with me for long term. Like, mm. I'm going to say over a year. Mm-hmm. So they only hit me up when I'm when they need a package, a mm-hmm. code. Because it's like a, a scan code. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. hey, can I get the code? I'm like, cool. Nice. Yeah, and then they and easy. then I just pick up the rent once a month. Yeah. The oh, cash, so you're not really doing too much. No. Now. Wow. So what are you spending most of your day? What is your day? Bodybuilding. Like really? I'm in the gym. Yeah, yeah. He has me doing an hour of cardio right now, every day. What kind of stairmasters? Uh, I'm like running, sprinting, walking every other minute. So wow. for a hey. whole hour. Yeah. So. Damn, that's yeah. why you don't want to set up another Airbnb. Dude, home. yeah, Not no, yet. no. And even then, like, I just, like, have to focus on getting my meals in. And to be honest with you, it gives me more leeway to be with my family. Like, I get to take care of my nieces and nephews now. Wow. Okay. So I help my sister out here and there. Because they watch you when you were a kid. Yeah, so now you of got course. Now it's, like, full yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah. So I'll help my sister take care of my nieces and nephews. And then besides that, I'm doing bodybuilding. But... Before I told you I used to be a full-time nanny, mm-hmm. I'll help them out too. Yeah. So, like, they'll call me and be like, hey, Atamal, can you come through? Yeah. I want to I ask you because it sounds like you're pretty good with your money, right? Like, you, you know how to budget, like, and you came from nothing, so therefore you probably value the dollar a lot more. I do. When you started making money, did you want to, like, blow it? Dude, let's go. Like, no or, way. What? I kn- no <laughs> Sorry. way. I don't know. Just, you no, know, no. I, I actually am not a very... Cool. Yeah, I, I'm not very materialistic. My brother is, though, because he never had anything, you remember? So he would, like, blow it on Jordans, everything. And I learned from that. Oh, I, I was see. like, okay, I'm never blowing my money on Gucci, mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton. I mean, I could afford it. I'm yeah. A bag does the same thing. It carries my stuff, right? So I I don't know. I'm not very materialistic like that. So what are you saving up? Because now, I mean, obviously, you're cash flowing f- a good amount. Yeah. What are you saving up for next? I'm saving up for my short term, the houses. I plan on getting two. Wow. And then after those two, I want to get um, land in the Philippines and then build Say. up a a little hotel. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. It's only 20K, guys, for <laughs> land in the Philippines. So, where? so, so awesome. Where? In, in Manila. How far Manila? Because Manila Manila Bay. Okay. I don't know if you know where that is. It used to be really ghetto. It's getting better? Oh, yeah. So... I think I would I would rather actually spend my money there now, but I already told myself I'm gonna do the houses first and then, and then get land in the Philippines. Same thing, rental arbitrage in Texas. Wow. Yes. Okay. So it sounds like you have like a lot of your goals already lined up for yes. you. So how important do you think that is for one's growth? Oh my God! So I think it's so important to just plan and execute mm-hmm. every single one, like every step of the way. You should just plan and check every box out and like okay. What's next? You yeah. know, always just go bigger. And kind of, you got to kind of be the Lulu, you know? I like what that. What is the Lulu? I think that prevents you from going crazy and buying the stupid Louis Vuitton yeah. early, premature. Because oh, yeah. Now, if you buy that three, $4,000 bag, that's basically... Taken away from your Like, goal. taking away from you furnishing another Airbnb or your way to buying that $20,000 land in the Philippines. Yeah. So, I think that's a tip, guys, that you guys need to listen. Like, if you want to stop... Buying dumb shit, you yeah. gotta have real goals that you're working towards, so that every time you go to the store and you're like, "Oh God, I want to buy that," mm-hmm. your your visions, your goal kicks in and go, 
Nope, because that's going to take away from my land fund yeah. or my Airbnb fund. Definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely. I still shop at Ross. I don't care. Hey. Hey. Like, hey. I you know what's funny? I heard, I heard um, um, everything's at Ross. My buddies over there like, you need to get hokas. I'm like, dude, hokas are like, Fucking hell expensive. Yeah. And so they go, they got them at Ross. I was like, oh, well, no I'm going to go check out Ross. They got the, they got the hookahs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, no. You know me, PJ. I don't give a damn. Hey, man, That's it's all good. Funny. As long as you can hop out the Bentley, like, it don't even matter. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, oh. I love that. Yo, this is a really, really, really good podcast. Um, I don't know if you have any more questions you want to ask, Brian. You want to? I mean, I want to ask just, I want her to just share more. Mm-hmm. If there's like one lesson or cause there's so many gems. Like you, you're good with your money. Mm-hmm. We, as you made money, you didn't like fall into that. Um, well, I forgot what they call it, but basically where you make money, more money, you start spending more. Oh, like elevating your lifestyle, elevating your lifestyle. Match, yeah. And I think the, another message that like you really hit home is that you saw the struggle and you like use that as your fire, your fuel and not as a, uh, some people use it as a, like a roadblock. Yeah, like, like a hurdle, mm-hmm. like holding them back. Like I didn't come for money, so therefore I can't be good with money. Yeah, that victimhood. Yeah, yeah. Man, you're not yeah, that yeah. victim mindset. So no those way. are all certain things I'm hearing. Is there like is there one message that you want to share to that the the old you that would have helped accelerate things? Like if you can go back uh, to 21, 22, what would you do differently, and what would you tell your younger self? I think I would. Uh, change my circle um I would surround myself with people who are motivated and you Mm. know in the same field that I want to do or want to get to at least right Mm. like yeah if I'm surrounded by bums and guess what I'm gonna be a bum yeah you know so all the right messages like yeah yeah yeah. so I that's my number one thing Mm -hmm. definitely stay away from stay away from people who don't really give you knowledge i would say mm-hmm. you know like deleting people off of social media who just like yeah. post i don't know yeah i mean even the right n- kind of knowledge too yeah because yeah. too much knowledge can, can put you into an analysis yeah. paralysis yeah. like I, I like that you just said airbnb and you followed a bunch of airbnb people because mm-hmm. yeah. what other people do is they, they chase knowledge but then they'll get like wholesalers flippers uh realtors amazon Airbnb, fba amazon fba Drop and shipping. then it's like it yeah. just gets too much yeah. and then you're like i don't know where to go so Mm-hmm. I think your advice is, I love it, but I would add a little bit. Is that just focus on one? Yeah. One, yeah. Then get so good at it that then you can build off of and do other things. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know, like anything works nowadays, yeah. right? Like if you were to follow, I don't know, copywriting. Yeah, dude. If you were to focus on copywriting, you'd make hell of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as Airbnb. Same as anything else. FBA. Stick to one. Dude. Yes. Like get good one. at one. I even like what you said about. Um, because even earlier you mentioned it's about like energy too. It like is not even just knowledge, but if someone is just purely giving you good energy, mm-hmm. you don't even need to be making money, but they provide to you. I think that's something really to look into your circle, in my opinion. No, yeah, that's so important. What do you need help with now? You think? I need help with like managing my time. I would say. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I try to. I try to help a lot of people out because some um. You know, I, I used to nanny, so if they ask me, I'll help them out. Yeah. If my sister asked me, I'll help them out. Yeah. If another person I used to work for asked me to work for their company, I'll help them out. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Because I still want that money. I'm like, ooh, extra money. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. You All know? Right. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. 
But yeah. I think I think you're gonna hit a certain point where it's like your time is worth. It is, X. yeah. So where you shouldn't be doing something that's your sister's fine. Help your kid, like your nieces and stuff mm-hmm, like that. But mm-hmm. like sometimes more is is not more. More is actually less. True, because true. What happens is you start working for that eighteen dollars or tw- I don't know how much they're paying you, but let's just say twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. But then now you're tired, mm-hmm. and now you can't take that. It takes away your energy to focus on expanding your current business yeah or your your uh your bodybuilding yeah so it's like you got to start preserving energy now yeah that's so true i actually stopped um taking airbnb calls because mm-hmm. it was taking up a lot of my time from like what kind of airbnb calls so i do consultations oh. and then i'll walk them through how to actually get um an airbnb you charge them though of course wow. i charge them but i mean i'd rather just work out low-key okay because i mean i'm it, i'm on a crunch time right like mm-hmm. i just got to get rid of some stuff yeah and then and then i'll hop back on again if you guys want to give me a call yeah it's probably just timing i mean yeah. you have a different goal right now and i like do I respect that definitely yeah yeah so. yeah i mean are you right now is it like your airbnb process is automated um no i handle everything on my own mm-hmm. you guys could definitely probably have a good talk about that after. yeah you gotta just eventually you now you need to uh, learn to manage, yeah, and hire maybe somebody. I, to I have to hire somebody for yeah, sure. Yeah, just because this is like, and, and you can hire somebody in the Philippines. Oh really? Oh my, what? Yeah, dude, Why that's hi- so dope. I wouldn't hire somebody here. It's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, like, Damn. and you could talk to Golic, dude. That oh, actually, that would be crazy because you could talk I to Golic. So. Mom, sir, thank you so much. <laughs> you don't need to talk to Tagalog. They all speak English. I, I mean, they, they do. do. They, they do, do speak really You good. don't want them to speak Tagalog because then that's actually you, true. You want them to communicate English with that's your That's actually really good. That's guests. true. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. True. I mean, like, everyone the, speaks English in, in the Philippines, though. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. all the, yeah. the the little questions and the noise and stuff like that, like, no, nah, I'd have them directed to somebody else. Dang, yeah. you're right. Man. You know? I or, love that. <laughs> you know, anywhere from two to $8 an hour, you know? Dang, that's but hella cheap. I think eventually you have to scale more. Yeah. I do. Because your four locations, you know, it could, it could definitely eat into that. But I think once you get to like six or seven. Yeah. I'd have to hire someone for the houses for sure. Yeah, because yeah, those are, those are going to be. Because, yeah, they're going to be out of state. Yeah. Out of state. And also like you got to coordinate the cleaners. Uh-huh. You don't want to do that. That's just like, that's a, that's a $9 an hour job. Yeah. Dang. You know? Well, that's awesome. That's an exciting part to look forward to. Guys, I think this podcast that we had is probably one of my favorite ones. Aww. A lot of knowledge, a lot of energy in here. Mal, if you could do us the one favor huh. to anybody for the audience, advice for someone who wants to start Airbnb arbitrage or start something that's scary, like what's your what's your advice to them? You just got to do it. Love that's it. it. You just got to jump into it. Jump into the fire. How can people uh, connect with you? Like what's the best way? Um, add me on Instagram. I go at Maokow. I was like a Pokemon. No, okay, so I used to eat a lot. Yeah. So that's actually why my so name is Maokow. So and it's C-O-W? Yeah. Nice. I, should, I should switch it, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> a Pokemon. <laughs> I like it. Nah, that's cool. We appreciate oh you uh, jumping on the show, taking the time. Thank you so much Guys, if you guys me. got a lot of value out of this, share this with five friends and give us a five-star review oh on God. our uh Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts, yeah. and wow. hit the subscribe button. We'll see you guys in the next one. Awesome. Peace, Peace out, guys. Bye.